Hi, I'm Brooke Simonson, certified nutrition coach and host of the Health Investment Podcast. Here's the thing, you deserve to feel amazing. But here's the other thing, there are so many confusing messages out there. Week after week, I'm gonna share tips and practices that actually work for simple weight loss and sustainable wellness because I wanna help you get healthy for good without any BS. When I'm not podcasting, I work with clients one-on-one. So visit the show notes to book your free consultation. And don't forget to leave a review so that others can become trim, energized, confident, BS-busting rock stars like you. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. Hello, health investor. Welcome back to another episode of the Health Investment Podcast. You may have noticed that this episode is quite short. It doesn't even have an intro. That's because it's another bite-sized one. In addition to interviewing doctors, dietitians, founders of health-promoting companies, and more, I also do solo bite-sized and Q&A episodes where I share helpful tips and insights relating to nutrition, sleep, stress management, movement, and mindset. Today, I'm going to share a four-step approach for ditching diets and losing weight for good. If you're like most people out there, you've tried to stick with programs like keto and Whole30. You've signed up for sugar detox challenges. You've counted points and calories. You've purchased shakes and meal replacements. You've attempted to just say no to carbs and cookies. But despite your best efforts and intentions, you still haven't dropped a pant size. You still snack too much. You still struggle with impulse control. And you still don't have the high energy you crave. If you read the title of this episode, A Four-Step Approach for Ditching Diets and Losing Weight for Good, and your first thought was, Psh, yeah, right, that's never going to happen for me. Maybe it's because you've fallen into the chronic yo-yo dieter category. Maybe it's because you've gotten used to the weight loss roller coaster. Maybe it's because you've given up hope. Let me tell you, I have been in your shoes. Just a few short years ago, I hopped from diet to exercise program to supplement to detox, wanting more than anything to lose weight, keep it off, and show up as the healthiest, most energized version of myself. But I really struggled to make it happen. I spent my days ellipticaling, resisting quote-unquote bad foods, tracking calories, and rationing meals and snacks. But at the end of the day, all I had to show for it was stubborn abdominal fat, 4 p.m. energy crashes, and hanger. So I really, really get what you're going through, and I have some great news for you. There's something you can do. Instead of wasting more precious time, money, and energy on solutions we both know won't work, You can follow these four steps to lose weight for good while living and enjoying your life. So let's dive right in. Step one is to master your mindset. Now I'm starting with mindset because it's so important. 
In fact, it's probably more important than you might think. If your mindset isn't right, it's going to be pretty much impossible to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way and actually keep it off. What do I mean by mindset? Well, diet culture has taught us that things are very black and white. You're either eating healthy or you're not. You're avoiding carbs and sugar or you're not. You're being good or you're not. Ever found yourself saying or thinking things like, diet starts Monday, or next week I'll be better, or I just ruined my diet, or ugh, I fell off the wagon again? If so, you're not alone. I used to think those things too. In fact, most people currently think phrases like that, or they have at some point in their life. So step one is to ditch the all or nothing mindset. There will never ever come a time when you're attempting to attain or maintain your goal weight in a perfect world, free from holidays, happy hours, and birthday parties. Delicious foods and treats aren't going anywhere. That's why it's important to learn how to lose weight without cutting them out completely without thinking it has to be all or nothing. Don't get me wrong, this is easier said than done. So my advice to you is to choose a couple of mantras, write them on post-it notes, and put them somewhere visible, maybe on your bathroom mirror, maybe on your fridge, maybe even somewhere in your car, like on the dashboard. Here are a couple mantras to get you started but feel free to use one of these and do what you wish with it. Make it your own. What I do most of the time matters way more than what I do some of the time. One indulgent bite or meal doesn't have the power to throw me off track. Progress, not perfection. Health is never something I can own. I'll need to pay the rent every day through my choices. I borrowed that one from Dr. Ted Naiman. He was on episode number 55, so check it out. Another one, change requires change. And finally, as long as I take consistent, imperfect action, my success will be inevitable and sustainable. I have so many more, but I'll leave you with those for now. Again, feel free to choose one or two write them on a post-it, place them somewhere visible, and start repeating these things over and over to yourself to ditch the all-or-nothing mindset. Please do not skip this first step. It may not seem like it, but I promise you that the first key to mastering long-term weight loss without any diet or detox or fad is to get your head in the right place. Step two is to set realistic expectations. Named diets like keto, carnivore, vegan, and Whole30, trendy exercise equipment and programs like Pelotons and Beachbody, supplements and powders like fat-burning teas, Juice Plus, and Herbalife, all of those things tend to come with promises. Sometimes it's the company itself making the promise. 
Sometimes it's a zealot on Facebook who lost 20 pounds in a month. We all know those people. It doesn't matter where the promise originates, but the point is that it's easy to get caught up in fads and trends and success stories and end up developing unrealistic, unhealthy expectations for ourselves when it comes to weight loss. Could you drop 20 pounds in a few weeks on a juice cleanse? Possibly. Would you be able to keep the weight off after going back to your normal habits? Probably not. So step two for ditching diets and losing weight for good is to set realistic expectations for yourself. A healthy, realistic pace of weight loss is about a half pound to two pounds per week, depending on factors like your current state of health, your commitment to making change, your genetics, a whole slew of things come into play. Also, weight loss isn't linear. Let me say that again. Weight loss isn't linear. Often, people start a new weight loss strategy and expect their weight loss to look like a straight line, but it probably won't. Some weeks, you'll lose a half pound. Some weeks, you'll gain a pound. Other weeks, you'll plateau. This is completely normal. So it's not only important to master your mindset, it's also important to set realistic expectations right off the bat and to expect ups and downs along the way. Step three is to prioritize protein at each meal. To lose weight without counting anything, like calories or points, it's important to nourish your body with nutrient-dense whole foods as much as possible. And the most important macronutrient to get right is protein. Why does eating enough protein matter? Well, I'm so glad you asked. For starters, protein requires your body to use more energy for digestion. This is known as the thermic effect of food, often abbreviated TEF. TEF is the number of calories needed by your body to digest, absorb, and process the nutrients in your meals. Protein-rich foods increase TEF the most. For comparison, out of the three macronutrients... Protein increases your metabolic rate by 15 to 30%. Carbs increase your metabolic rate only by 5 to 10%. And fats increase your metabolic rate only 0 to 3%. Protein also helps your body to hold on to muscle mass. And it also stimulates the release of satiety hormones in your gut aka the hormones that scream, I'm full, which means protein helps prevent overeating. The bottom line is that when you consume more protein, you keep your hunger and cravings in check, therefore reducing your overall calorie intake. Now, you may be wondering, just how much protein should I be eating each day? Well, As with most things in weight loss and nutrition and health, it depends. A good rule of thumb is to multiply your goal weight 
by 0.6 and 1, and then eat within that range of grams per day. So that was a little confusing. Let me give you an example. Let's say your goal weight is 150 pounds. You'd multiply 150 by 0.6 and 150 times 1, which would make your range 90 to 150 grams of protein per day. Now, you're not always going to hit this goal, but again, it's something you want to aim for to eat within that range to be sure you're getting enough protein each day. And to do so, you're going to have to make protein the star of every meal and snack. Some of the most common protein sources are meat, seafood, eggs, dairy, legumes, tofu, and even some grains like quinoa. It could also be a good idea to invest in a protein powder, which you can add to things like smoothies, oatmeal, and even pancakes. If you want to learn even more about protein, go back to episode number 55. I already mentioned him, but Dr. Ted Naiman is an expert on this topic, and in the episode, we talk all about protein. You can either scroll through the archives to find it, or you can click through the link that I'll put in the show notes. All right, finally, step four. Think about the quality of the food you're eating, not just the quantity. For weight loss, calorie intake certainly matters. But the idea of calories in, calories out, or SECO as some people call it, this idea sometimes perpetuates the notion that all calories are created equal. If you want to lose weight without counting calories, it's important to understand that all calories are not created equal. Your body is going to react differently after 200 calories of broccoli than it would after 200 calories of ice cream. You're going to feel less full after a handful of pretzels than you would after a bowl of Greek yogurt, because yogurt has more protein. I already mentioned that it's important to prioritize whole foods and protein, but another revolutionary change you can make is to swap ultra-processed foods for minimally processed ones. As food processing increases, nutrient density decreases. So the greater degree of processing, the higher the likelihood that a food has lost nutritional value, like fiber, essential fatty acids, vitamins, and minerals, and also that it's gained additives, preservatives, fillers, sugar, and so on. Whole and minimally processed foods also have more fiber and or protein. Like protein, fiber also helps you feel full. One randomized control trial even found that people ate about 500 more calories per day when they consumed a diet rich in ultra-processed foods compared to a diet rich in whole and minimally processed foods. My favorite resource for minimally processed foods is thrivemarket.com. You may have heard me talk about it before because I'm obsessed, but if you haven't, I'll tell you a little bit about it right now. 
Thrive Market sells all of the top brands of minimally processed items, many of which you can find at specialty stores like Whole Foods, but brick and mortar stores and the stores in your area usually jack up the prices. Thrive Market sells the same premium products at wholesale prices by cutting out all of the middle people. They work directly with the brands and then pass all of the savings on to their members. I could seriously go on and on about Thrive, but I won't do that. I won't bore you. Instead, I'll direct you to my full review where I also list more than 150 minimally processed items I buy on the website. Just visit thehealthinvestment.com slash Thrive Market, or I'll also put a link in the show notes and you can just click through that. All right, that wraps up the four steps. One final thing I want to mention is this. The most successful weight loss transformations involve a powerful trio, information, action, and accountability. In today's episode, you gained some valuable information, which means you can start taking actions that'll help you lose weight while living and enjoying your life. But even though I've broken some information down into simple terms, I don't want to make the process of losing weight seem super easy, because it's not. Behavior change is tough, which is where accountability comes in. If you're in the market for support and accountability as you work towards your nutrition and weight loss goals, please know that I am always here for you. I work with clients one-on-one, and I also run a group program a few times a year. The next start date of the group program is this Friday, January 15th. If you're interested, you can visit thehealthinvestment.com slash weight loss program to learn more. I'll also put a link in the show notes. One current member who was a chronic dieter described the program as a breath of fresh air. I hope this episode was helpful and I wish you all my best as you ditch diets and lose weight for good in 2021. Well, that's all for today. Before the next episode drops, I'd love to chat with you one-on-one about the BS messages and methods currently holding you back. You deserve simple weight loss and sustainable wellness. So let's figure out how to make both happen. To book your free consultation, click through the link in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Health Investment Podcast. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received or postpone seeking such advice because of something you heard on this podcast.